So some questions we've got, um, we'll kick off with some of the straight from the investors. Thoughts on what caused the share price to drop 80% when Rocket was listed on the US market and um, plans to increase increase that shareholder return over time? Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, the same question would be asked of, of just about all the tech stocks. Um, nobody was immune to it, whether you were Google or, you know, everybody, uh, all the tech stock got a, got a fairly big haircut. Um, and, you know, I think that that's the, the nature of a financial crisis. Um, I would say that space was probably hit a little bit further than, um, than, than some. And I don't know, my, my personal view on that is that, um, you know, outside Rocket Lab and maybe one or two other companies, there was a bunch of space companies that went public that, you know, some didn't even have a product. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, and one's gone bankrupt. So it's, it's, it's hard to expect great returns when you don't even have a product. So I think that that's, that's kind of dragged the space industry down a little bit further. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, we, we, we're pretty comfortable, you know, where we're sitting, um, you know, as growth becomes uh, more a more valued uh, thing, um, because you know, obviously we're, we're investing heavily in growth and we have good growth as a company. Um, so yeah. I would say that, um, yeah, that's 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 probably the best answer to that question I can give. Uh, the next one is your projected cash runway, uh, and if you'll be looking to raise uh, cash anytime soon. Yeah, well, one of the things that we did when we we came public was made sure we we put a lot of cash in the in the bank, and we we did that very strategically. Um, look, obviously, it was a it was a very very unique time um, in in the market's history. So, um, you know, we 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 made took advantage of that, and um, you know, we're we're well funded, and you know, maintain you know, good cash reserves. So, um, you know, at this point, we just need to continue to execute. Um, everything we need to do is priced in what we want to do, and um, at this point, you know, we're 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 holding to that. Yeah, great. Next question is: Can I get my kids through the Mount Wellington factory for a look? They're both investors <laughs> in Rocket Lab. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So, um, so it's actually quite hard to get people through that facility, um, and uh, you know, it. So, you know, uh, we we look at a rocket and we see something that goes to space and delivers satellites to orbit. A government looks at a rocket and they see something that could be used as an as a, as a missile. So as a result, we have really, really high security, um, you know, in order to be able to access the facility. And, um, you know, we, we would like nothing more one day to, to be able to, to do tours because we think it's 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 great to watch and, and see the rockets um, being built. But, you know, practically speaking, that's, that's near on impossible for, for at least security reasons. But also we have a lot of intellectual property, um, you know, on display. Electron is a very unique launch vehicle. It was the first 3D printed rocket engine ever to go orbit, first, you know, um, first carbon composite rocket ever to go to orbit. And, you know, those are just things we've disclosed. There's a tremendous amount of intellectual property on display. So, you know, we, we kind of keep a pretty close shop. And can't trust these AI native kids either. They'll uh, be all over that IP. They, they know what they're up to. <laughs> it's more about logistics than anything else, if we're honest. Uh, next question is, do you have uh, intention of ever launching civilian space flights? Yeah, I think we touched on that earlier. So, um, you know, Neutron is um, Neutron is designed to, at some point in time, be human capable. Um, and, uh, you, you know, there's only one customer right now, it's in the government, but I think the real customers in, in the future for human spaceflight will be civilian passengers. Um, there will be destinations um, as opposed to just, um, you know, government laboratories. So um, in, in future, I'd say that's possible. 
Yeah, cool. Um, will Rocket Lab ever list on the NZX? No, I mean, I think we're pretty well served um, on the NASDAQ and um, to kind of, you know, do, do, do kind of dual listings um, logistically, it starts to become, you know, pretty challenging. And, you know, platforms like Sharesies really open it up to everybody, right? It doesn't really matter where you, where you list, um, that everyone, everyone can buy the stock. Yeah, that's right. Um, when will the growth phase begin to slow and the profits start to increase? So I think one of the, there's a couple of things that need to come into focus. Um, obviously, getting Neutron to the pad and starting to fly Neutron out. You know, if you if we stopped investing in Neutron, we'd be profitable. Um, but we think that it's a real, um, uh, you know, a, a really big needle mover for us in the future. <clears throat> Excuse me, not not just to to open up a, another you know TAM or, or revenue line, um, but to, you know deliver on on what we think is you know the bigger goal where we actually start putting infrastructure in orbit ourselves. And having your own rocket and having your own spacecraft really gives you the keys to space to go and build any infrastructure in orbit that you want. And I think you know if you look at if you look at the space industry, it's kind of broken up into three chunks. You know you have launch, which is about a ten billion dollar opportunity. You have spacecraft and spacecraft manufacturing, which is about a $30 billion opportunity. Then you have space services, which is a $320 billion activity. So you want to get into that $320 billion activity um, you know, as soon as you can. And owning your own launch vehicle and owning your ability to build whatever satellite you want to build gives you a, a really big leg up um, to go and play in that market than anybody else. So we're continuing to kind of focus on executing those things and investing in those things um, for the future. Next one is, is there such thing as too many satellites in orbit? Yeah, totally there is. Um, I, I would say there's, uh, you know, space is big, um, but one of the things that, that we're very vocal about is um, and advocate for is, uh, is, is some kind of forward thinking and some regulation on how we're going to manage space traffic. Um, because, uh, you know, I think uh, as, as more and more satellites get launched, it becomes more and more difficult. And, you know, the approaches we have right now are completely unsustainable. I mean, someone in, in the UK will call up someone at two o'clock in the morning in the US and say, hey, I think our satellites might bang into each other. Can you do a burn? I mean, it's just it's not scalable and completely unsustainable. Um, so, you know, we're, we're strong advocates for, um, you know, putting in place uh, a global um, a global kind of um, re regime, if you will, to, to, to mm -hmm. control some of this stuff and, and look after it. But unfortunately, you know, as history would show, human beings aren't really good species at, at standing back and looking at a problem and going, well, let's fix this before it gets away on us. Um, typically, we're, 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 we fix things after they're broken rather than avoiding them to break. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that we don't end up in that scenario, but um, you know, that, that's probably where it's trending at the moment. Mm. You mentioned space control earlier, which was some, just a phrase that captured me. Um, what's their job with regards to this, or is that still to mature type thing? Yeah, the space command. So um, you know, they, command, they, it's it's a US a US government entity um, that tracks all of those uh, all of those pieces of of, of debris. So it's you know, um, and the European um, government has a similar thing, but um, you know, the kind of the kind of I guess the world authority of space command, and you know, they track objects down to a certain size. So when we go to orbit, for example, we coordinate with space command to make sure that 
as we go into orbit, we don't bump into anybody else's satellite on the way there, or we also coordinate with uh, NASA human spaceflight to make sure that we don't have any conjunctions with the space station, for example. So, you know, it's, it's one of the many, many things that determine when you can launch or not, um, and that, that, that is like um, space traffic. So, you know, we, we monitor that throughout, throughout a launch and, you know, in the days leading up to launch to get a spot, um, you know, that, that is acceptable yeah. to fly. Uh, two more. There's actually lots more questions, but I'm just going to leave it at two more, which I'd really like to to ask. So the first one is, what are your thoughts on UAPs? Seen anything unexpected up there? No, haven't seen anything. No, I think that's is that the new word for UFOs? Is it the kind of the socially I'm, correct yeah, word I'm, for UFOs? That's what I've taken it by the by the back yeah, half of that yeah, sentence. Yeah. That's certainly how I interpreted it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, haven't seen anything weird. No, sorry. Yeah, right. Okay disappointed thought we might give a breaking news here um <laughs> yeah. uh, and the, the last one um so woman in space you've currently got branson musk bezos are there any female leaders in the sector that stand out yeah there is i mean so uh, i think one of the most famous is gwen shotwell from from spacex i mean elon takes all of the the kind of you know oxygen but gwen runs the company um, so she's, I think she's an, you know, tremendously aspiring um, uh, woman in the in, in the space industry because um, you know Elon is a visionary for sure, but um, Gwen turns visionary into into results. Um, and and look, there's, there's there's a whole 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 bunch of um, you know others throughout the industry. Whether we're talking like Betty Sat from um, from NRO, um, you know the list goes on. So. Um, but I mean, it's, it's certainly an area that that, um, that that needs more work. I mean, nobody's going to profess that um, the, there's there's a, you know a surplus of role models, and you know we have programs internally with Rocket Lab as, as well. But um, you know, there's there's um, women in space, um, you know, in, in New Zealand, uh, which is a, a growing group of of um, women who work in the field. So, which is which is great to see. Yeah, great, great to hear. Thank you. Investing involves risk you might lose the money you start with. We recommend talking to a licensed financial advisor. We also recommend reading product disclosure documents before deciding to invest. 